or 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 let's keep it twisting. What? <laughs> twisting. <laughs> Twist and shout. Do you want to do your ending again? I would love to do my ending okay. again. You probably should. Okay. it on the podcast so welcome to the podcast if it's twisted where i gather my friends to talk about fucked up shit and if my friends are not available i get jared and jonathan that's right because we're we're not friends no that's what i got from that so 100 percent true (laughs) that's just accurate Uh, (laughs) so before we officially start well we've officially started i have to i have to interject she had to drive like nearly five hours to come get this podcast done because her friends don't want to talk to her anymore. Exactly. That's. <laughs> Can you give me some lists, like a name, like names of your friends? Uh, Go listen to previous episodes, and if I'm not in it, those are her friends. That's <laughs> one of them is family, so that doesn't really. So count. family, you <laughs> suck. No, no. The, Although no, the cousin. Well, actually, the cousin that was in the podcast with me, he's gay, so he will suck your doodle for dinner. It's. Really? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Trey, he's pretty. He's yeah. So. Although, we. I mean, if look, if we're gonna compare stuff, who has the most downloads? I don't. I don't. I don't know how many downloads. Oh, who has the most? Da- oh, oh, who has the most listens? Yep. Um, I'll have to. Ch- I will check and update you. Oh, you've been on the show before. Yeah, he's been. Yeah. Okay. So Jared was on episode trois. Yep. Um. Not twat. Me, not twat. Nope. Um, let me actually, you know what? Let me see my podcast episodes. Let's see who has the most plays. <gasps> uh Oh, the first one has 185 and then Jared thousand. in thousand. Jared's in second place with 144 million. million. Only, only yes. Only because it's the second one. Third one. If you would listen, well, we're going to, we're going to rock this shit. Cause this is, you said this I was is the second one. This is trois. I don't know French. This is Bulldog and JD from How It Stacks. Oh, bull, Bulldog and JD from How It Stacks. That's right. Go check out that podcast Go if you che- want to hear some outdated content. Yeah. <laughs> We're global <laughs> at Glo- one point in I'm, our history. I'm global as well. I think I have a listener in uh, Norway. We had a listener in China. What? And Japan. Mm-hmm. And, and Australia. Not, not one-off, like consistent downloads. Yeah. Don't know who they are. They liked us out there. Hell yeah. So... Um, before, before I get started on my content, I want to know where each of you stand on believing in ghosts. Okay. So with me, that stuff has always been like, 
yes and no, mm-hmm. right? Like there's always been that fine line because I, I consider myself very logical in, in, in the sciences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In things, but Which I Which is have... why you're a huge Christian. What? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Where did you hear that? Jared told me that you like yeah, are on a episode, Sunday school on, teacher. Yeah, on episode two. Episode three, we talked about like your Sunday school teacher and how you want the boys to go to like an all Christian school. King James version only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I'm learning. It's it's right down the street. My sisters went there. I'm learning about things about myself today. This is fascinating. I wish I would have known that about me a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I have always kind of um. It's weird. Before I really uh, I did I was very religious at one point. Um, you know, and that but that came after a couple of my experiences. Yeah. Um. And then I kind of drifted away from those beliefs, and I had more experiences, and and then you know life changes and things have happened, and I've I've considered myself a little bit more logical um, now these days, and I don't believe that that's very insulting to <laughs> people who are Christian because it makes them insinuate that they're illogical. It's not the case. However, I I very much lean on on like on science and yeah. proof and evidence, yeah. and and so what for you can see what I can see, you know, touch, taste, the the the, the scientific theory. Um, or Taylor's cousin believed in the same thing. The stuff that he can see and taste. Right. And so, um, oh, that's awful. One. <laughs> we were talking about sucking. We but do, but I, I mean, I guess to, to answer your question, I'm all over the place and I'm, and I'm rambling. Um, I have had experiences that I can't explain or articulate. We never ramble on this podcast. However, do I truly believe those are demons or angels visiting me i don't know that for certain okay you know but i i have had several encounters that i would consider abnormal and i can't justify with science other than random things that i've heard so yes ish you better start believing in ghost stories miss turner yeah you're in one <laughs> i feel like it most of- <laughs> have you met me yeah right so jared do you believe in ghosts or the like can you define ghost for me um Patrick Swayze. Yes. I, I believe Patrick Swayze existed. There you go. Okay, so ghosts. Um, I guess like, I think it's just like a broad, I think ghost is probably just a broad a catch-all term for like paranormal. Th- also, if anybody hears me patting the dog. Um, we promise it's the dog. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you may hear that occasionally. Patting the shit out of the door. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I, I think I think it's paranormal, right? Like yeah, go, yeah. ghost is a very like like I guess broad term. And in any sense. entity that's not that doesn't have a human body that can um, affect things on Earth. Okay. That's not necessarily an angel. Well, why are we why are we discerning bet- or differentiating between the two? Because. Um, because I, I think there there is a differentiating line between the two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would say like there's a, but there's also a differentiating line between um, an angel and a demon of the Bible and some sort of like um, poltergeist. Well, let's de- let's Google that. Shit. Well, I tell you, well, that's what I was gonna say. It's like GTS. let's 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 define ghost. Okay. Right. I think an apparition or dead person which is believed to appear or become manifest to the living, typically a nebulous image. Right. Okay, so, so we're talking about, like remnants of people that's from some previous point in time. Sure. Right. So uh, well, okay. I've always interpreted a, a a ghost to be stuck between the two planes. Yeah. So if we're going to go like on the on the like astro plane, right? Like mm. the astro is it astrological plane? I think that's the term. Maybe. 
don't know. Comment below. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, and don't forget to click the lick and subscribe. Click, 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 click the lick. Click the lick and subscribe. Click the lick and subscribe. <laughs> that could have gone much I've had a lot of angry balls tonight. <laughs> Take that as you will, cousin. Oh, my God. Yeah, you did Sorry, this. Sorry, Sorry Trey. Trey. You, yeah. you did this. Sorry, Trey. Yeah. Trey, I'm kidding, buddy. More power to you. Um, He's not kidding. Uh, like they can see me shaking my head. I'm over here going, shaking my head. Well, I don't know where I was going my train of thought now. I, uh, I got worried we're, about talking about, we're talking about ghosts being stuck between two different planes. Right. So I, well, I've always interpreted a ghost to be stuck between the planes. We're between the, they're obviously between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Right. And when I use the word dead, I'm talking about they moved on to the afterlife. They've gone okay. either to heaven or they've gone to hell. Essentially, Do whichever. Do you believe in heaven and hell? I don't know. Okay. I, 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 so, okay. This is not like I know. This isn't a right or wrong. So here, recently, I I have I've says had who, a, right? I've had Jesus a, says if you're wrong, I know. I've had a major life uh, uh, change recently mm-hmm. in the sense where I lost someone who was close to us, right? And it definitely reevaluate. You definitely put a lot yeah. of things in perspective. And uh, this person was very much an atheist and, right. and an avid atheist. I don't you you Jared, you yep. know, um, and you should probably yeah, hear some of yeah. those things. However, um, actually, on her deathbed, you know, she she made a decision to turn back to the Lord and and, and, and come back to faith, and and she you know did the whole the, the Catholic the Catholic side of things, and I don't know the, the terminology for it, but she be- rededicated rededicated think, her yeah. life back to Christ. That, that sounds like a Protestant thing, but we'll go with it. Sure, right? But like it well, very I much, <clears throat> and it very much like was an odd thing to me as because I before was always like, maybe we should look into that, you yeah. know? And it, and it very much became a no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, cool. But now it's quite the opposite, right? And so when I talk about stuff like that, like it is very real and very tangible because like now I I, I, I want there to be that because like I can communicate, right. you know, up or my children can communicate up, you know? And prior to that, it would just be like, it, there would be a nothing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, and so for me, it, it is very much stuck between, when I think of a ghost, it's between those two planes or three planes. Yeah. I feel okay. like sometimes there's a, um, a, you re, um, revert, um, like back to, like if you're right, I was right, this is becoming a completely different topic, but we'll, we'll we're making definitions. Around. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so if you're raised religious or whatever, there's always a guilt that's in the back that never fully goes away because it's from your formative years and like from the very, from your very first days. So I feel like sometimes when, you know, um, for lack of a better phrasing, when shit hits the fan, when shit goes down, sometimes you revert back to those basic, yeah. those basic years and those basic things. And you do find yourself going back to how you're, how you were raised and stuff like that, because it's a comfort thing. Right. And like, we're uncomfortable with the unknown. We're uncomfortable with the idea that there is nothing after we die. And I feel like, you know, when you go back to that, that comfort of the of your childhood and stuff like that i think it's very easy and it's understandable and it happens yeah so you know i always think there's well i I think at our core we're we're meaning seeking creatures like we we're always have to find a meaning in something like it doesn't matter if it is a religious thing if it if it's if it's a we just we we crave that we have to have a definition or an understanding of that that's why we fear the unknown so much yeah 
Which is why I asked for a definition of a ghost. And sent us on a really big rabbit trail, didn't it? But I, I thought I, I thought I articulated that yeah. though. No, like you're a ghost good. Would, it, to me is a ghost between, stuck between the, 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 the planes of existence. Sure. So okay. death and afterlife, afterlife being defined by heaven or hell, mm-hmm. and the ghost being stuck in between those purgatory essentially. Sure. Okay. So what about um, like a poltergeist or um, one of those type uh, a mal- uh, menacing, a ma- malicious malice, malicious. Um, sort of entity that's not necessarily a person from Earth, but is a a malicious entity. Um, so, I would say yes. Like I, I believe there are non-corporeal entities that we experience that we have not found a means to prove exist. Okay. I will. I'm trying to figure out how to f- phrase it accurately because you know if you go back to the 1800s and tell people, maybe have been 1700s, like, hey, there are, uh, you know, there, there's, there's these things that live all over your body that, like, I don't know, get people sick if you cut oh, them open and shove your hand yeah, in there, okay, and it's yeah. like, everybody was like, you okay, sure thing there, buddy. He's like, yeah, well then, like, tell me why, like, tell me why those people never get sick after they have surgery. Like, they always wash their hands, and it happened to be because they were touching poop or whatever i don't remember this story but yeah there's a reason we realized microbes were real even though we couldn't see them and it was it was evidence-based so, so you think this is just a no uh, i mean if we want to get that deep like so uh energy in the entire universe cannot be created or destroyed based on our known laws of physics so they're <sighs> we're getting really deep uh so when you when you're experiencing a thing, let's say you're sitting and um, your kids are driving you nuts, right? I raise my hands. <laughs> I raise my hand. Your and kids have never driven me nuts. So like you're sitting there, your body is experiencing stimulus, mm-hmm. and you're part of you is getting mad. Yeah. But then another part of you can literally like step outside of that and go, "Hey, you shouldn't be mad. They're kids." But you're still, still mad. Yeah. And you're but that you getting mad isn't your body. Right, so you have your right. body, then you have some thing that's like getting mad, and then you have another part of you you can step outside of and like realize that you're mad, and maybe you should calm the fuck down. Like, like. Jared just said the f word. An angel gets swings. Another oh one. God, that's like three angels tonight. My wife and me. So, so I'm helping. I'm helping angels get wings. Oh, <clears throat> so my thought is yeah, though, yeah. Uh, yeah. if energy, if energy, as far as we can tell, cannot be created nor destroyed, and has to do something where does our energy go when it die, when you die? right so like we, we haven't detected this like people have tried to detect the spirit leaving the body when people die there's no evidence that that we haven't tracked that right. right but who's to say that 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 part of us that can step outside and experience the world through our body and through our mind that are separate pieces who's to say that isn't energy that just chills and hangs out um, that sounds like astral projection Except not, I mean, you've been kicked out of your body at that point. It's well, it's dead and well, it's just hanging out. Because we've got, so, I mean, we've got like, uh, I, and I'm getting way outside my comfort zone, but like string theory where um, atoms are tied to each other across infinite amounts of time and space. Like mm-hmm. you can yeah, yeah, you yeah. can do one thing to one of them and the other one experiences it. And there's we have no way of knowing how that is connected. So, I mean, which is, yeah, that theory is crazy. It's almost like the, the quantum realm is insane. Yeah. So like who's too. to say, you know, what we experience as ghosts aren't pieces of energy tied to other beings, whether it's 
Do you, ones that we're we aware of. Yeah. What we experience as ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. What we oh, experience okay. as ghosts. Who's to say that isn't energy, you know, that's linked to another part of the universe maybe. And like we're experiencing, uh, you know, Tim from planet Nectars. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't know, but well, I'm, I'm not above saying that I'm, those things exist. Okay. So I'm actually kind of surprised that you're saying you don't know, because I honestly expected you to be like a firm well, fuck. No. Well, I think like I, I've always approached things like this. And I think that you're, you're hitting on it is like, we only know what we know until we know that we don't know it. And I think that even with all of the advances we've made and all of even like the the laws of physics and stuff that we truly understand, you have occurrences like dark matter in dark energy and things like out there. The stuff that takes up 80% of the universe. Right. And we we have no idea or, or, or or, or when we, we get to the quantum realm. Yeah. Laws of physics don't apply anymore. Right. And that's actively us going, everything that we know doesn't exist in this realm. The whole move, a movie Avengers Endgame is based upon that concept. And I think like us as, as people should admit that there's openly shit that we just don't understand. Like, well, and, and or, or we understand to a point, And then after that, it's like, yeah. maybe. That's actually one of the cool things about um, that I, I enjoy about science. And like, I'm going to call them real scientists because there are some that are just assholes, right? Like right. there, there are people out there who, who have a hard time believing that is anything exists, even though they, they can't, if they can't see it. And I'm like, well, like you should go back and look at your history at science. Cause like, that's kind of how we got here is yeah. finding stuff that we didn't previously know existed. But like, I think a lot of it has been tainted by religion. So a lot of what we used to call magic or used to call, you know, parts of religion is now science. If anybody hears the gnawing in the background, Layla has, is it Layla or Layla? Layla. Oh, it's so my, sorry. it's my pit bull and she is f- fucking wrecking this bone. She, she is, has. she is absolutely like, <laughs> and it's literally like right by where we are. It's totally fine. I love dogs and I'm fine with it. So it's, you know, it makes it good for this. Um, you no. were on it. You had a good, good point Sorry. you were making. Um, she was just particularly getting it at that moment. So, uh, asshole scientists, what we can't see. No, okay. So, I mean, the, so true scientists like are fully aware that they don't know everything. So there are things that very likely exist that they just say, I don't know. And like, that's kind of where I'm at, where oh, it's like, I, I, I have experienced things that not like, not like hearing voices or seeing a figure or anything else, but there's stuff that's just like you get a feeling and like you feel like somebody is nudging you a direction, right? Not a physical nudge, but it's like you get that gut feeling of like I should do X and not Y. And there's no rational explanation, no idea, but you get that, you just get that gut feeling of like, I should do this or I shouldn't do this. And we don't know why that happens. Like, sure. It could be coincidence, but like, I don't know. Like, I've had maybe a few, it's not. I've had a few like actual physical interactions, which is one reason that nudges me more towards the yes side. And I think you know, you Jonathan said that you had had some interactions, but like I've had, I've had four like <clears throat> almost like a, like actual. I don't want to say tangible because I don't remember physically touching these things, but there was a sensory uh, perception on my behalf, mm-hmm. like. Um, for me, on all four of my occasions, um, you know, are, are we sharing? Is, you is, can share. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So, I um, wish I had a better memory. <laughs> so, uh, there's four, and they're very vivid. Um, the first one, I was real little. I had to have been close to. I have a son, and he's he's 
probably he's in fourth grade now, so maybe uh, second or third grade. I, I was, you know, whatever is that, six or seven? Yeah, second or third is seven or eight. Yeah. Seven or eight, somewhere around there. That's um, fun. Depends on whatever. when they're born in the year. Yeah, a little younger than that. Then uh, we had this this house, and uh, all of our family lived on the same street. And I, I believe it was right around the time that my mamma had passed away, if not right around the time that she was or did. I, I can't remember for exactly. However, my bed, if you can imagine, like a, a three-bedroom house, um, uh, all the bedrooms were on one side of the home. On the far right was my bedroom. In the middle was my parents' bedroom. And to the far left was my brother's bedroom. And there was a hallway like that kind of led down you know, away from the bedrooms to the family room and the kitchen was on the right, you know, and then there was the garage and the dining and all that stuff, right? So my bedroom, I could see the edge of the hallway, the corner, and then I could see just barely into the family room. If you can visualize me being on, just barely see down this hallway, but definitely the corner of this space, okay? So I remember I would wake up in the middle of the night, being real little, and I would always like, Mom, Mom, I'm thirsty. Mom, can you give me a glass of water? Mom, can you give me a glass of water? And Mom would get up. She'd come and bring me a glass of water. Okay? Uh, awesome. And so like this one night, I'd woken up, and I remember I, I always used to see this figure sit in this corner. And I, could, I, I can still vividly see like what I would interpret to be long hair, a nightgown of such or sorts. And... She would just be sitting, like on a, like a, like a crouched pose on the floor, kind of arm resting on a knee type, just just watching, right? It's creepy as hell, by the way, right? Yeah. And just and just like. and just like looking. And I always interpreted that, like I was I always just remember this this figure like watching, and I just assumed it was mom because like every time I'd be like, mom, I want a glass of water, mom would come give me a glass of water. And so one night, I remember I woke up. I'm like getting creeped out. And I, uh, I woke up, and I look, and I see this, this figure here on the corner of the room or the corner of that hallway. And I'm like, Mom, can you give me a glass of water? Mommy, please give me a glass of water. Mommy, give me a glass of water. And nothing came. No water, nothing. And I remember like I'm seeing, and this figure is sitting here staring at me. And I was like, Mom, can you give me a glass of water? Mom, please give me a glass of water. And nothing happened. No water that is came. fucking terrifying. And so I remember, like, I, I finally was in bed, and I was like, well, what the hell? Like, why is she just, like, staring at me? And so I took the covers off, and I, you know, walk across my room floor, and I go up to where this figure's sitting, and I go to touch it, and there's nothing there. Nope. Like, there's absolutely nothing there. And I remember, like... <gasps> And I like ran back into my room and I got into the bed and I like, You're like I have no longer thirsty. Right. And I remember like looking back and the figure was still there. And I just remember like, like turning my head or back toward it and covering up and like squeezing my eyes real tight. And you know, I woke up and you know, I believe it was gone at that point. But um, I would see it occasionally after that. Um, and I would just, I would never say anything again. Like I just would not, would not ask for mom i'm gonna be thirsty yeah and so i that was that was instance one um i told my mom about that story and she thought it was a uh, mammal because my mama, mama had passed away from cancer um and so she thought it was mammal watching over us you know which is quite possible mm-hmm. i mean it's like the, the proximity of where that where that uh silhouette was my brother's room was like right behind what would have been its right shoulder and i was directly across from where um you know, it could look at me, look at my mom and dad, and they could turn its head and, and see my brother's room. Um, so it very well, like that could have been Mamaw. Um, instant two, um, I don't know if it was before or after that one. I can't remember, so I apologize for that. Um, I was riding a bicycle. I had a helmet on. 
and my parents, we were at this uh, this old football field where everybody used to go run and run the track and hang out and talk and do cookouts and stuff like that. And I was riding my bicycle, and I rode my bicycle off of this little ledge. It was off of a deck. And when I came down, my front tire caught the bottom of the deck, and it flipped me upside down. And it um, didn't scorpion me, but it literally, like, drove me into the ground head first, right? And I went out. I'm completely blacked out. And um, I remember, like, blacked out, though, I looked up and I saw, like, what I would interpret to be, like, angels staring over me. Right. And there almost was, like, nope, not, 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 not now. Were you like, oh, my God, I'm dead? I didn't know what to think. And I just remember them being <laughs> like, no, like, it's not now, not now. And then, like, you know, one of them reaching down and, like, rubbing my face. And then, like, I remember, like, finally, like, snapping back, too. And like my every there was a circle of people around me, you know, which obviously like I could have interpreted subconsciously to be those things. Um, so that was that was the second time. Right. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah. And like, fortunately, I had a helmet on. Had it not, it could have completely crippled me. So it the really killed you. Yeah. So the other two were a lot, lot, a uh, lot scarier for me. Um, than the first two. The first one with the the the, the, the silhouette thing was it was never really frightened me which mm -hmm. i always thought was funny but these two definitely did so the uh the third one um i was in my 20s i was in an apartment um you know had a roommate whatever and i'm in my room and i remember like like waking up but not being able to move so that sleep paralysis yep. oh, yeah. okay. okay but I, I know that i was awake However, the room was so hot. I, I can't. I can't articulate how hot it was. Like it was. It was like almost like sauna style hot. Right. And I couldn't move. Um, and there was a red hue in the room. Cool. Right. And I don't. There was nothing red at the time. Like I had. A, I had an old Xbox in the room, and I had like a like a blue light, like an alarm clock, and a Nokia phone. So there was nothing in there. No. No red ring of death. No. No red ring of death. But there was a red hue in the room, and I just remember like not being able to breathe and I felt like I was being pushed into my bed and I, I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. And I just felt hot. And I heard like a hissing sound, Yeah, you know? Um, oh, fuck that. And, uh, I just remember being like, just I freaked out. And I, I just literally did what any grown man would do. I closed my eyes and I tried to go back to bed, <laughs> you know? And then, um, like you do. Yeah, and I mean, I remember, I remember in that moment, like, I, w I was a little bit more involved at church, um, kind of on the outskirts. I was living what I would call a double life. Yeah, yeah, You know, like, I was put on the good front on Sunday and then, like, partied up and mm -hmm. lived like a heathen outside mm -hmm. of that. And so I'm, like, I'm praying, you know, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, and the next, inf I don't know if it's the final one. I haven't really been paying attention a lot lately to all that stuff but i remember the 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 second this the final one that i really stands out which really 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 got to me um i was married at the time and um i was in the, i was in a bed okay and so my bed like kind of faced a faced a wall with a tv on it and we had kind of a like a looks like a turtled ceiling or something like vaulted ceiling oh yeah yeah. A turtle ceiling I, it looked like a little turtle shell like you know what i mean like it like, it, like i envisioned i envisioned it i imagined it i'm sorry of like what an inside of a turtle shell would be like okay. it had like turtle, tears turtle. you know <laughs> thank you dana carvey a turtle a turtle <laughs> masters of disguise i got that reference you like that yeah, yeah. You like do. that shit turtle, i do turtle. holy cow believe it or not that x got me to watch that shit uh, alicia loves that movie by the way oh you 
my father, your sister, <laughs> holy cannoli. <laughs> That's so, not how uh, it goes, but it's fine. I, I we had uh, uh, she was asleep to uh, to the left of me, and um, I'm in the bed, and um, I wake up again, and uh, again it's it's that same like heat, like it is just an it's an unnatural heat. Mm-hmm. It's the only way I can describe it, like because like I keep my home. You guys are in my house now. It's pretty cool, right? It, it's chilly. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, and so like I I remember waking up and it just being like hot, and the only thing I can move was my neck. Right in my head, and like I remember, like looking around the room, and it's hot again. Another red hue, um, which like there was the yellow street lights, but it's not going to give a red hue. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a like a yellow light, right? That red hue, and I remember like just look, I barely looking around the room in the hot, and I looked up in the the corner of the room, and there is this creature like perched up, like 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 a like Spider Man up in the much. up in the corner. Yeah, like Spider Man up in the corner, and it like it had um like pale white face. Uh, black sock, black holes where the eyes should be, open mouth, no. like just staring at me, like shaking its head. And um, I and did it, what any grown man would do, and I wet my pants. I did. Well, I meant, I remember, like, I just like I'm trying there, and I'm like, I like went to close my eyes and open them, and it's still fucking there. And I went to close my eyes and open them, and it's still, it's still, it's still, still there. And eventually, like, I was like, I'm just never not going to my eyes anymore. Like, I'm literally, I can't move. the The heat is 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 just overwhelming. Um, I can't mm-hmm. breathe. You know, uh, and I just remember, like, I, I closed my eyes, and I literally was like, I will not open my eyes again until it's daylight. And, um, Did you? No. Um, I literally, I, I, I remember sitting there as and, like, forcing my eyes to be closed and until, like, I either, I guess I just fell asleep and, the, and daylight came. Um, and I, I very kept, kept that story very hush-hush for a while because I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, and <laughs> then uh, now I'm just like, dosage. all right, whatever. I, I mean, it's fine. I'm crazy, but like that, the, that one to me stood out the most. Like well, as just because yeah. it was very, it felt very tangible, it felt very real. Right. Um, that so, um, <clears throat> I actually don't think I've ever told you this story, but it happened in your apartment. Um, in my apartment. In your apartment, it was your second apartment. Josiah was a baby. Josiah okay. is. Um, so, Jared's three children are my godsons. The oldest one was a baby. And I think um, this was when I was down for the summer. Um, like when he was born? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I lived with him for the summer, and I slept in what would eventually be Josiah's nursery. Right. This was when he was still in a bassinet. So, I slept on an air mattress, and I remember it was the middle of the night, and I was asleep, and it it's that strange sleep paralysis. Am I am I awake? Is this a dream? What is this? But I remember I was awake, and I was up against the ceiling, and I was in the mattress, but I was up against the ceiling. And it's like Freddy Krueger style. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just like this horror washed over me, and I couldn't move, and I couldn't like it was awful, and I just was. Up on the ceiling, and I've never heard of a like a haunted apartment. But like I'm up at the ceiling, and I just remember thinking to myself, "Put me the fuck down." And I like closed my eyes, and I was like back on the floor. So Oof. you're welcome for that. I like didn't tell y'all because I was like, "They're gonna think I'm certifiable." <laughs> um, hey, I know we said you were gonna be their godmother. Yeah, so I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna pull being, that back. How about being their devil mother? Because. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was some horrifying shit. Yeah. Just like 
opening your eyes and you're like up at the ceiling and it's what what, what makes it like i think like aside from the obvious things that would be terrifying in that scenario but it's the inability to move. The inability to move. Right? And, like, again... You can't fight back Yeah, against. sleep paralysis, we, yeah. we know, is a very real and obviously tangible thing. Yeah. But, like, that, to me, it's, like, it's... it's There's this innate fear built into us. It's where we're, where, you, where you can't move. Where you're being tied down. Well, and a there's a nightmare, also, is yeah. when you're trying to fight back and you can't move your noodle arms. Yeah, like, there's all kinds of phobias attached to it, but is it, but it's a very animalistic. It's in our, you know, like, like it's a genetic... You you want to fight back. Yeah. You, in, in danger, you fight or flight. Like, that is literally, like, your nervous system is in full swing at that some point. of us with anxiety experience fight or flight when there is no fight well there's or fight, fight flight or freeze oh, right well i'm just i just mean like there is no yeah. threat oh and well those of us with anxiety are like fight or flight fight no. or flight okay like, so the side note i mean there is a threat it's just not a it's physical. not like it's, it's not a physical yeah. life-threatening threat but it's i mean it's you're you're having a some type of trauma response most likely yeah it's a yeah it's a yeah it's a trauma response it was very yeah very much like a yeah, yeah, and you can't you can't move. And for me, like it was it was just the, the culmination of like everything in that moment. I was like, ah, fuck, fuck. Yeah, man. So the one. What, what about you? Anything? Oh yeah, have I've you... never had anything like that. Oh my god, it's because he's the good Christian. Yes, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we should convert to Catholicism. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the one that the story that I researched for tonight is my favorite ghost story, or not ghost story, but my favorite paranormal story. It's the Bell Witch. I th- okay, so this is legit, like the Bell Witch, because when you texted me, I thought you typoed the Blair Witch, and I was all kinds of excited for that shit. I'm so sorry that you're that's no not excited. that that's not real, bitch. It was real to me. It was. It's real in his heart. Okay, so this is the legit <laughs> Bell Witch, and it's my favorite thing in the world. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> this is this is the story of the Bell Witch. Can I turn the lights off? Sure. I, mean, I we, can still read. I can it, still read. Okay. As long as you can ignore the on, dog on, gnawing on, on a bone on, in the background. Oh, my! Jonathan's going to put on some spooky music for me to tell the story. Jerry wants to do it in post, but, you know. I don't know why I just locked eyes with Jared and stared at him. Jared wants to do something in post that's fancy, so. I mean, if you want to play on your phone, it's fun. You do. Okay. You. I mean, you might want to put it near a microphone so other people can hear it. Sure. Maybe we'll just do it in post. Did we pay for this music? Do we have to pay for music? I pay for Spotify. It's on that Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean it's, it's, it's there for commercial purposes. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. The Bell Witch. So... John Bell was born in North Carolina in 1750. So this shit was a while back. And in 1782, he married Lucy Williams. And they bought a farm in Edgecombe County in North Carolina. And they were doing real good for themselves. Um, Yeah, they were doing real well for themselves. The farm, she was a booming. And in 1804, the family bought a farm in Robertson County, Tennessee, about 300 acres, which is a fuck ton of acres. So um, that's a lot of land. Dude. Yeah, it's a lot of land. Um, that's now known as Adams, Tennessee. The family consisted of John, the dad, Lucy, the mom, and their passel of children. Jesse, John Jr., Drury, Benjamin, Esther, Zadok, 
Elizabeth, Richard Williams, and Joel Egbert. How, how many is that? Um, that is too many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nine. They had nine Jeez, children. Dude, that's literally almost cheaper by the dozen. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, but I, let's be fair. At this time, you had a bunch because you assumed that they were going to die. That's Just, even more only awful one than of the them scary died. story we've been sharing. Hmm? Only one of them died. Only Benjamin well, died. I mean, they, all the story. they all eventually died. Well, he died in infancy. The rest of them were free child labor. That's um, another reason they did it. <clears throat> Fair enough. So the disturbances did not begin until 1817. So they had 13 years of just good family farm fun. Uh, the first instance was when John saw and fired at a mysterious animal that was later described as half dog and half rabbit. That's not fucking terrifying. Um, so he shot at it, and the animal disappeared. But Drew, Drew, Drury, Drury, Drury. Put your southern accent into Drew. Drury, and Betsy, which is Elizabeth. Elizabeth is now is she, her nickname is Betsy, so she's known as Betsy. Um, that they, sounds derogatory. <laughs> so she uh she they started seeing strange animals and they started hearing noises and all that kind of stuff jonathan if my story is so boring that you have to text your I'm girlfriend not. she wants to know how i was doing okay well she asked me if i was having fun i said yes not so much fun that you can't text jesus um I can't text jesus so <laughs> i don't have his number <laughs> isn't what would jesus's number be Oh my gosh, that's a bracelet. <laughs> it's like, what is Jesus's number? WWJN. Oh my God. Jesus's number B. No, that's wrong. Uh, you were way off. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they started hearing noises, and the noises consisted of wings flapping against the ceiling. That is a different kind of fapping. Um, rats <coughs> gnawing on the bedpost. Choking and strangling, chains dragging, heavy objects thudding, beds being suddenly and roughly pulled apart, and the sounds of fighting dogs chained together. Are you flexing your muscle? No. Yeah, you are. I am not. I'm literally just sitting here. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so they said that the last two, the beds being ripped apart and the chains the dogs chained together happened together and that the sound would become deafening just the sound of like furniture being ripped apart and the dogs fighting and it would become deafening. were there actual furniture being ripped apart no jesus that's the thing is that there are no dogs there's no furniture there were never any like rats gnawing they searched the house there was no furniture ever damaged or anything like that but the noises were there um yeah the source of the sounds were never found and um for a while, they were pretty tight-lipped about everything. Um, like, they were like, do not tell no damn body. Um, yeah. So, the those disturbances were then like, I bet. And they just ratcheted up a notch. And then blankets started being pulled off family members. Um, the family members were struck, pinched, um, had their hair pulled. Betsy got the real shit into the stick, and she was often covered in bruises. Like, this entity beat the fucking shit out of her. 
Um, over the course of that happening, the disturbances revealed themselves as a spirit. And I think over the years and over the interactions, it um, began being called the witch, the bell witch. You'll see why. Um, so at some point, old Johnny Bell kind of had enough of the shenanigans and he called his neighbor and good friend James Johnson. And he was like, get over here. So James and his wife stayed a few nights. Had I been James's wife, I would have been like, no, like you go. I will stay at home where it ain't haunted. Um, so after they stayed a few nights, they decided that a committee needed to be put together to investigate all this shit. And um, so I don't know if y'all are familiar with the concept of the more you feed feed an energy, the more you feed something, like the more powerful it grows or like that concept, like the more energy sure. you give to something, the more energy it gains. Yep. So what started off as like whispers and stuff like that, eventually like this entity fully gained a voice. And so at different points throughout all of this, the spirit actually spoke in full words. And here's some of the things that it said. <clears throat> I am spirit. I once was very happy, but I have been disturbed and made unhappy. I am the spirit of a person who was buried in the woods nearby, and the grave, the grave was disturbed. My bones disinterred and scattered, and one of my teeth was lost under this house. I am here looking for that tooth. I don't know why I fucking tooth. <laughs> like... They did, however, find out that there were Native American burial grounds surrounding it. So, I don't know. They must have done some I shit. Mean, uh, I've always curious of why the Native American burial grounds are always, like, always. the hot spot. Yeah. You know? Like, always the hot spot. You find, like, a bunch of, like, normal, you know, like... <laughs> like, it's just... It's always that. I mean, so... Because to- they're mad at... It- well, I get I get a lot of the reasons yeah. why that is the thing. I understand that. You know I was gonna say, I mean it's timely, but like, you know, the two hundred and fifteen two hundred and fifteen kids that were found in Canada, the bodies that were found in Canada outside of residence. You you haven't heard about this? No. Okay, so residential schools, are you familiar with those are? Um no. Okay. So uh, in Canada they were called residential schools. In uh I can't remember what they're called in the Americas. Um but they were they were um Schools predominantly uh, run by the church that were intended to assimilate Native Americans. <gasps> so it was you were they yeah. they took kids, brought them to the school, and indoctrinated them with um, with Catholicism or potentially Protestant uh, churches. Yeah. But the whole point was to assimilate them into white culture. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Uh, th- a lot of them did not survive. So there was, there's actually a mass grave found in Canada where there's 215 bodies that were uncovered and there was only records of like 60 or 70. They're deaths. just like killing fucking kids. Uh, I don't, we don't know that they were necessarily like intentionally murdered, but it was more likely, um, like malnourished and potentially beaten. F- <laughs> We don't know. That's ah. kind of the problem. But there was uh, there's 215 found at one place, oh and the problem God. there was like there was hundreds of these schools. Um, God, so fuck the, a white man. Uh, every time, so, <laughs> it's white people. Uh, God. 
to blame for lots. Uh, anyway, that was my point. Is like just kind of justified. Uh, yeah. Like like the stories. Of oh no, no, don't get me the, wrong. Well, like, no, I, I, like, that's I, actually it's, why this is my. It's, one I was making an off color joke where essentially it's like you know, in, in, in every scary movie, it's like the black oh, guy yeah. dies first, you know, and like yeah. it's just like it's the cliche. It's projection, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like you know, trying not to. Whatever, you're telling on yourself. You're saying the quiet part out loud, right? It's like it just yes. We're, we're we we probably did some horrible things, and we're we would ex, we would expect like if if wait, white what is it? If there's a god. There's a, a video going around where um, some person basically said, "Man, you know if 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 ghosts were real and they really could be violent, like there would be no white people." I, <laughs> it was listen. like tell a lie. Like where is it at? Because I don't see one. Like. Um. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why this is my favorite story is because she just terrifies the shit out of a white man. And it, it makes me happy. Um, so the next quote is a spirit uh, that this this entity is a spirit from everywhere. Heaven, hell, the earth. I am the air, the houses, any place at any time. I have been created millions of years. On one particularly terrifying occasion, the spirit perfectly recited the sermon of Reverend James Gunn of Bethel Methodist Church, followed by the sermon of Sug Fort. I guess that's a weird name from back then. So the sermons had been given at the exact same time, 13 miles apart, but the spirit recited one and then the other in succession, word for word. So... Hmm? No, I, 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 I just. Have you, are you familiar with the um, the Demon Legion? Oh, uh, I am Legion for I am many. It's very like it. I don't know why it does it reminds me of this, but when when the when this spirit was like, I am the the earth, the I air. The earth, I am, yeah, I am yeah, all yeah. of these things, and it's and it's it's reciting this sermon yeah. and it's reciting that sermon. Oh, th- like this this spirit or whatever, like was quoting Bible verses. Like it was. Like, I mean, it, it, it did a lot of that. So it it really said a lot more than what I wrote down because there was a lot of information. But yeah, it's quoting scripture. It's it's doing all that, yeah. which is particularly horrifying. Um, at some point when asked who and what it was, it said it was the witch of a neighbor woman, Kate Batts. And I'm wondering if the word witch is... A different word for like the projection of like this is the this is the projection of Kate like she is sending you herself in spirit or something like that um Kate Bats so it became known as Kate or the Bell's possessive the Bell's witch and the Bell witch um so there are two reasons why it is said that Kate tormented the Bell's Specifically, John and Betsy. So, the first one is to kill John Bell. Some say she never gave a reason. Others say that uh, he screwed her over in a land de- a land deal. Others say it was over the sale of a slave. Remember, this was the 1800s, early 1800s. So, um, you know, basically a white man fucked over a woman and she was getting revenge. And then the second one, um, she apparently wanted to stop Betsy from marrying a certain little little neighbor fella named Josh Gardner. Um, nobody knows why Kate or the witch opposed this union, but she did. And she was like, no, no. Um, 
Lucy, the wife, and John Jr. were largely unbothered. Um, Kate actually claimed, or you know, the witch, the Kate, the spirit, whatever, claimed that Lucy was the most perfect woman living and even cared for and nursed her when she was sick and even, even sang to her. Um, and it wasn't, it actually, another thing, singing hymns wasn't uncommon for the spirit would just sing hymns, which is... It's just crazy. Bananas. Um, so while John Jr., like I said, was largely unbothered, he apparently had many a chat with the witch, um, although he was not a fan, and he called it the spirit of the damned. But, you know, I guess, I guess Kate left him alone. Um... A family friend named William Porter said the witch climbed into, he stayed the night, and the witch climbed into bed with him, and he managed to wrap her in, like, the sheets and the bed clothing, and he picked her up and he grabbed her, and he attempted to throw her in the fire. Um, Unfortunately, the immense weight and the god-awful stench prevented him from succeeding there's actually on one of the articles i read it was a an illustration of him like carrying her to the fire wrapped in bed sheets but apparently she was a husky broad and (laughs) a stinky broad um and so he was like can't do it she spent millions of years without a bath I mean, she is, she, millions. Um, what if, what if she just wanted to get laid? <laughs> if she needs, if she wants to get laid, then she needs to soak that seaweed crisp in a bathtub. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what was the, uh... So Jared and Alicia have these, these seaweed crisps at their house. And I made the mistake of eating one and it was the nastiest thing I've ever put in my mouth. True story. And I made Jonathan try one when he came over, and it's just fishy, and it's just gross. The wasabi one wasn't that bad. The the wasabi one was, the aftertaste gets you. It was the aftertaste. But yeah, it just tastes like rotten fish, and I don't know how they eat them, but they do. (laughs) Anyway, she needed to soak that seaweed crisp in a nice, long, warm Epsom salt bath. Um, <clears throat> so the, um, the witch tormented the bell slaves as well, which made me mad. Leave the, leave the people of color alone. They've suffered enough. Um, she tormented a one particularly named Dean. Um, she was physically violent towards him and she would refuse to let him and other slaves in the house. Dean said the witch apparently appeared to him several times, most often in the form of a big black dog or wolf sometimes with two heads sometimes no head which could you imagine missing a head or just like a nebulous like no head i don't know but it was like a dog without a head so i don't know if it's like a dog with his head cut off that's just like like a headless dog like like severed or just like a stubby how the hell is that different no okay no no okay so one is like a stubby like furry oh my god like spot and one is like a gaping wound where a head used to be does Got my it. gash Makes keep sense. you up at night? <laughs> um, you're welcome. That was a Game of Thrones reference. Um, Haven't seen it. I think the last podcast I recorded with Jared, I was watching Game of Thrones and I kept making references to it and he kept not getting them. And at 6-2, they kept going over my head because <laughs> I've seen like one episode. Oh, You were missing out. You were missing out. Sure. There's sister fucking, there's dragons, there's... There's eunuchs. It's great. It's fun for the whole family. I bet. 
Um, there's children. They die. But there's children. They get burned at the stake. In plot pe- p- spoiler alert plot twist uh-oh he's gonna forget it's okay anyway i'm not gonna watch the show um so apparently dean always carried an axe and a witch ball with him as protection he said that his, or the wife his wife made him the witch ball and i'm not sure what the witch ball is oh that was my next question so yeah i'd like to know okay s- sounds like i need to go back and rewatch supernatural and so here's out. what i think it is Good show. That's so good. Here, here's what I think it is based on research for, um, for research for the urban fantasy murder mystery that I'm writing. So there's this thing called a witch jar, and it's something that witches make. If someone is trying to attack you magically, this bottle or jar or whatever is your essence, and the magic will go to that instead. So essentially, it's a jar, and you put nails, tacks, string, um, anything that would um, that would like a like a trap, a catch, nails, rusty, whatever. Okay. Um, and then you pee in the jar, huh. and that is, or you can put hair if you don't want to piss in a jar. You can put hair, nails, some some part of your essence in the jar. Not blood, though, because um, you can use blood for something else. Anyway, put part of your essence in the jar, and the magic is drawn to that instead, and it traps huh. the, the attack. So I'm wondering if that's what it was. And so it's one of those where, like, if the witch is coming at him, he can, like, maybe that is what. Right, I don't right, know. Right. Um so, if anybody knows what a witch ball is, for sure. Comment below. Comment Don't forget below. to click the link above and subscribe. Don't forget to lick and subscribe. Smash that smash that like button. Smash that lick. Turn the notifications on. <laughs> smash um, that bell. What, what is it? Isn't that it? You smash yeah. the bell for notifications. No, smash that uh, like the Star and hit the bell. Yeah, Star Wars bells. ones now are force choke that subscribe button. Force choke that subscribe. Force choke me, daddy. Um, I really want that sound bite. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and mark that for me. I don't know how to. I don't want to stop the recording on accident. I'm going to just let it it's run. It's fine. Um, force choke me, daddy. Force choke me, daddy. So um, that's a text message alert if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I'll set Will's work phone <laughs> text message to force choke me, daddy. And when he's in a warehouse with just a bunch of sweaty, smelly dudes, and it says that, fired. He will be fired. Um, anyway, so. Um, Apparently, at one point, the witch turned Dean, the slave, into a mule and attacked him. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. So, also, those pesky Mormons that come to your door, once the witch set three dogs on some traveling shakers and chased them away, and they never never rode by that farm again. I knew it was that easy. I know. So... Just sit lay out. We have a mutual friend in Birmingham who got tired of, um, he was either Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't remember which one. But they would always show up on like who? a Tuesday. Tim. Oh, Tim. Okay. So they would always show up on like a Tuesday, right? And he would usually typically just ignore the door and whatever. But one day he um, decided to have some fun and answered the door like he had just come out of the shower wearing nothing but a towel. And said, you know what? Come on in. So he just sat. You know, they came in and started talking to him. So he sat down and just spread spread his legs at, at the couch. That's Tim. And waited for them to, like, respond. And they never bothered him again. So try that next time. Just spread them. No, no just, in my luck, they'll come in like, hey. 
Okay. Just show up in a towel, invite them in, and when they're when they're hesitant, be like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. No, 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 just, come just come on in. Let's chat. I've got time. And then you just sit down and relax and you know, relax on the couch. Man spread. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Esther Bell, um, Esther Bell, her husband Bennett Porter. Um, okay, so this is one that was worded weird on the article that I read. So go with me here. So Esther Bell. Her, no, her husband, Bennett, shot at a log that the witch had conjured herself upon. And so he shot at it. She struck the tree and vanished. All that, all, bleh, all that was left was the damaged tree and a bullet hole. So the way it was worded on the website was redonkulous. So I interpreted as best I could. Um, so what the, it sounds like he thought he saw something, shot at the tree, and then chopped the tree down and was like, see, that's that's where the witch was. No. She was on the log, Jared. God. Oh. Um, so John eventually began to suffer from bouts of his throat swelling shut, and he felt like a stick was sticking sideways in his throat, and then came the twitching and jerking of his facial muscles facial muscles so he was having like physical reactions um so during these kate would just fucking insult him and cuss him and curse him i mean she was like take that motherfucker um and kind of during these physical attacks he kept getting weaker and weaker and weaker um so uh, Kate, apparently, or the witch, the Bell Witch, was a super famous broad at this time, and she drew a lot of visitors. One of them was Dr. Mize, and he was a conjurer from Kentucky, and he came to exorcise the demons. Um, but she was like, um, no thank you. And she frightened him away. She was like, I'm going to let you head on out now. Thank you. So he did not exercise her. Wow. No explanation as to how? No. A lot of these were just like little short. Um, this one, though, this one's a good one. So um, she, uh, Andrew Jackson, she got his. The his, Andrew Jackson? The Andrew Jackson. Okay. Like she got his attention. This was before he was president. Um so, Andrew actually owned um, property on the, is it the Red River? Um, yeah, he owned property on the Red River, which was near where the Bell Farm was. So, he's like, oh, I got property down there. Um, John Jr., Drury, and Jesse actually fought with Andrew, jo uh, Andrew Jackson at the Battle of New Orleans. So, I guess they kind of knew each other. Um, yeah, so, Andrew caught wind of the events at the Bell Home, and he was like, I'm going to pay them a visit. So, um, on his way, one of the wagons got stuck in a muddy riverbed. Um, I don't think there was water in it at the time, but a, a muddy a muddy area. And um, they said it got stuck by an unseen force because despite whipping the horses, examining the wheels, um, the men pushing, like, they fucking tried. That wagon didn't budge. Like, nothing they did, the wagon didn't budge. And finally, Andrew, Johnson, or Andrew Jackson said, By the eternal, boys, that must be the Bell Witch. And the witch replied to him and said, All right, General, 
let the wagon move on. I'll see you again tonight. Which is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Like, let the wagon move on. I'll see you tonight. Um, Jesus. Is that not creepy? That's creepy. Like, let the wagon move on. I'll see you tonight. I'm going to get that tattooed on my chest. Let the wagon move on. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> Please do. Um, if I come down here for a visit and I've got let the wagon move on. <laughs> I will eat all the seaweed crisps. <laughs> um, so... The, um, the entourage, like, so after, after she said, let the wagon move on, the wagon was able, able to move. Like, they didn't do anything, but, like, suddenly the yeah. wagon was able to move. Um, so the entourage went on, and, um, Andrew told war stories that evening, and, and they were having a good old time just hanging out with the bells while the guys set up camp. Like, they camped out in the front yard, so they were just kind of drinking, smoking, you know, telling telling war stories and all that. Um, one man in the party claimed that he was a witch tamer. And um, apparently nothing was happening. You know, they were all just like, where is this bitch? Um, and this witch tamer pulled out a pistol. And um, he said that the shiny silver bullet would stop any evil spirit it came in contact with. And he claimed that the reason they didn't experience anything was because the witch was scared of him and his little silver bullet. And Andrew Jackson said, I'll bet this fellow is an errant coward. By the Eternals, I do wish the thing would come. I want to see him run. Um, So then they heard light footsteps. And then the witch said, All right, General, I am... I am on hand. Couldn't read my handwriting. <laughs> All right, General. I am on hand and ready for business. The witch asked the ma- the witch tamer to shoot, but the gun wouldn't fire. Um, so then the man began to scream and jerk his body in response to his complaint that he was being struck with pins and hit. So he was like, ow. Um, and one good kick to the ass, and this man was out the front door. So it said one kick to his posterior by an unseen foot out the front door. Um, So the witch announced then um, how the devil did run and beg. I'll bet he won't come through here again with his old horse pistol to shoot me. I guess that's fun enough for tonight, General. You can go to bed now. I will come tomorrow night and show you another rascal in the crowd. So... She's like, there's another fraud amongst you, and I will sh- I will point him out to you tomorrow. Um, the rest of the men were like, no, thank you. We've seen enough. I'd like to go home. And Jackson was like, no, nah, bitch, we staying. I want to know who else is a pansy. Um, so they went to the tents to sleep. Like the whole time, they were unenthused. They were like. Can we please go home? And Andrew was like, no. So the following events are unclear. Um, But the next morning, Jackson hightailed it the fuck out of there. Um, Some allege that he later said, I would rather fight the British in New Orleans than fight the Bell Witch. (laughs) So unsure what happened but Jackson was like we good I'm gone they're right um 
so here's the little relationship between Betsy, Elizabeth, the daughter, and Kate, the witch. Um, so Kate wasn't hell-bent and whiskey-bound on killing Betsy like she was John, but she for sure was determined to prevent this marriage. Um, like I said, they never figured out why, and apparently the attacks on Betsy were so fucking bad that she did put off the marriage. She was like, I can't do this. Um, apparently the constant threat of the witch became so much that she would have fainting spells and smothering sensations, and she often appeared exhausted and lifeless. Interestingly enough, the attacks weren't limited to just the Bell property. And these are Betsy's own words. When the spirit became so tantalizing, filling my mind with horror and causing me to become so nervous, my parents often sent me to a neighbor's to rest for a night. My first night away from the home was spent with Thinny Thorn. When we retired, there came a loud knocking on our outside door, which seemed to fly open and a great gust of wind was felt. Thinny sprang up at once and lit a candle. To our surprise, the door was not open. Then a voice spoke softly. Betsy, you should have known not to come over here. You know I can follow you anywhere. Now get a good night's sleep. A soft hand patted my cheek, and the voice again assured us that we would not be disturbed anymore that night. So, this ghost, like, kicked in their door, like a gust of wind, and was like, Bitch, you thought you could outrun me? (laughs) As if you could outrun me! Um... And then she was like, JK, pat, pat, get a good night's sleep. Like, that is just, this, this witch is my hero. Like, I want to be this witch when I grow up. <laughs> just this, like, <laughs> just this, like, rah, JK, get a good night's sleep, sweetie. Deuces, nah. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. It reminds me of Joe. <laughs> Care to share with the class? What does it remind you of, Joe? Um... Was it you that was at his house and he woke you up in the middle of the night with a knife? Was that you? Probably. I actually... Uh, a what? <laughs> so the, the story, as I remember it, um, is somebody was hanging out at Joe's house and spent the night. I thought I think it was JD, but <clears throat> somebody spent the night. And Joe is a, a friend um, who passed away years ago, but he was in a wheelchair. And the the story goes you know they, they they're staying up late whatever go to bed and then you know midnight 11 well, look, you know one o'clock in the morning whatever uh joe rolls over to the person's uh area they're sleeping whether it's on a couch or a spare bed whatever and kind of like nudges into the the bed to wake him up but he's holding a chef knife in one hand in a wheelchair bumps the bed they wake up and goes never mind and then just rolls back to the kitchen to put the knife away never mind <laughs> That sounds like it was me. Yeah, like Joe, he just uh, he had a he had a he had a wicked sense of humor, real morbid sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Never he he mind. wasn't supposed to live past like seven. And he lived to like twenty two. So we we had okay. There was this. I think it was. I don't know if it was his idea or my idea. <laughs> I can't remember. So we were messing with his um like little cousin or niece. It was a uh, Bri- Brianna Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, it's <laughs> fucking terrible. Uh, I think she had this. met me for like a week at this point, and like we were all just like going crazy this one Saturday night or something like that. And she had to go to bed, and Joe was babysitting her or something. 
And I was like, all right, well, you know, let me. And he's like, and we were just picking on her. And Joe's like, all right, dude, go put her to bed or something like that. And so I ran up to her and I gave her this hug and I was like, you know, I'm going to kill you tonight. And just like let go and ran out the room. And like, and told Joe about it. He's laughing his ass off. How old was she? I don't know, like a teenager or something. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) She was four. (laughs) I remember like, (laughs) we were always messing around. And like, so I had gone outside of her, her room. And Joe was on the inside of her room, like knocking on the door, and was like, "It's okay, we're going to bed. We're going to leave you alone." And I kept like just clawing her door, like her window. <laughs> so messed up. Uh, speaking of which, Josiah was asking uh, me. He was like, "Are you going to go talk about scary stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Why is it scary?" And I was like, "You know, it's just." And he was like, "That's not scary." And I was like, "Because this witch would come to their house and she would slap them and take the covers off of them, and she would pinch them and stuff." And he just looked at me and goes, "Whatever you plan on doing me to doing." to me tonight don't <laughs> and i was like this kid knows me all too fucking well <laughs> i i, I will right. quite tell you so she ended up crying like had a breakdown oh. and i remember like i am just like we're just fucking around like i am so sorry this this prank has gone way out of line and so uh yeah that, that was that and that was that and then joe kept kept pushing oh my God. <laughs> um so um Back back to Betsy. So a family friend named Frank Miles decided that he was Mr. Tough Guy. And he told Betsy, he was like, come sit by me, little sister. Nothing's going to get you when you're sitting by me. Um, and the witch was like, LOL, that's cute. And she bit, she beat the shit out of Betsy. And then told Frank, you go home. You can do no good here. And knocked him over and pissed him off. So, yeah, like I said, this witch is like, fuck you, go home. Um, On December 19th, 1820, John took to his bed and was being cared for by his son, John Jr. At one point, John Jr. went to the cupboard to retrieve the medicine his dad had been taking. Usually there were three vials, but this time there was only one vial, and it was filled a third of the way with a dark, smoky liquid that nobody recognized. Um, yeah, nobody had seen it before, and the witch said, it's useless for you to try to relieve old Jack. I have him this time. He will never get up from that bed again. She said she gave old Jack a big dose of that vial last night while he was fast asleep, which fixed him. Uh, the vial was thrown into the fire where it erupted in a blue blaze, and John died on December 20th, 1820, the next day. Uh, The bell witch disrupted the funeral service singing body drinking songs, which if y'all don't disrupt my funeral singing body drinking songs, (laughs) we're not friends. Um, Here's your chance to be my friend, you know, 70 years from now. So Betsy actually moved to Mississippi with her husband... Not the guy that Betsy didn't want her to marry. She actually married Richard Powell, who was her teacher. Um, I'm not sure how what the age difference is there. I hope it was not much. Um, so, after Jack's death, the activity drastically decreased. Um, it just kind of trickled through the winter and spring of 1821, but nothing like it was before. And the witch actually promised to be back in seven years. 
and um, she was. Lucy said she showed up in February of 1828, and it was the exact same it was the first time. Um, noises, slapping, beating the shit out of people. Um, but it soon went away again and claimed it would be back in 1935. But that was kind of the last time the witch was like, I'll be back on this date. So there's been activity in the years since, you know, but nothing nothing like before. So it kind of after she got after she got old John and after, you know, a few of the a few of the uh, descendants just to really, you know, make sure they remembered her. She was like, "Nah, and I'm done." Yeah, this is nuts. Yeah. But like I think what makes this the most nuts to me is that this wasn't just like one family that experienced it. It was like so many people came through and experienced it, including Andrew fucking Jackson, who just hightailed it the fuck out of there. And see, when it's when it's experiences like this, this is when I think it becomes really, really challenging to to truly be objective, to truly be like you want to find like the logical conclusion. I like tried the, to find a like I tried to find um, like a scientific reason. Right, you know, I mean, when I when I hear the story, right, and, and you were reading it at first, like my first thought was like, okay, this is this is just it's just too much, you know, like it's not subtle enough to where you're like, oh, I could be, yeah. could be something, you know, it's almost like, and they spray painted a dick on that dude's car and drove off in the middle of the night <laughs> listening to you know Misery that's Loves just, Company by. That's just a Tuesday night. Yeah, you know, so. It, like for part of me, it was like, well, what if it was like a split personality thing, you know, like, but then again, you would have had a physical being yeah. casting these things, you know, um, they didn't have the audio machines that we do now to, to mimic the sounds and the effects and things like that. So that part is, is, is definitely frightening in, in the sense that how would you explain it? You know, um, I also thought, um, about what would it be? I uh, like schizophrenia or, um, but this is it on this would be schizophrenia on like a massive well, that's scale. What I, that's what I was thinking, you know, because like if it had just been one person, it could easily be explained now, away. It, it, exactly. Like this, if this was the perspective of the daughter who was getting married, like yeah. you could easily chalk all of this up to instances of, of, of uh, cold feet, yeah, right? Where she, she literally like forced herself into these, these, these thoughts and opinions as she didn't want to get married. You know, so I could absolutely see that. I'd also thought, like, um, poisoning. Like, is there a mold poisoning? Because, um, like, you can't... There's no mercury. There's no carbon dioxide or anything like that during that time. So I was like, you know, was there, like, a black mold instance? But there were instances instances of people who weren't in the house for an extended amount of time it's, it, having the, the same reaction. It's, it's not isolated enough to be an instance or occurrence, I think like that, but yeah. it's, it's broad enough to where it leaves enough room for like, well, how the hell did how Andrew hell did Jackson yeah, yeah, get yeah. involved in all this shit? You know I mean? Hell, what's funny is I was listening to a song about the war of 1812, not too long ago, the battle of New Orleans actually. Well, um, and like the, the Betsy was at the other woman's house. So like it happened at the other woman's house. So it's one of those instances where it's like, okay, so it's not a black mold in their house. You know, is it like what? I would like to know the 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 two sermons thirteen hours yes. away. That to me now, because here here's the here there's two parts to this that I think that that we need to really be objective on. It's where 
you have the one down the road. Mm-hmm. Like we can drive down the street and I can get that sermon. We can be good to go, right? But 13 hours away. 13 miles. 13 miles. I'm yeah. sorry. So how a like how did we verify it? I thought that too. Okay. And I'm wondering if it was an instance where like it happened to be an instance. Okay. Um, somebody was traveling in. Um, cause you know, we have like, um, sinners in the hands of an angry God. Like we have that sermon written down. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's an instance where like somebody might have, may have been traveling through and they were like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. And like the pastor had written it down. Um, you know, cause it's like at that point in time, church was not right next door. Like, you did have to drive a minute for church. So it may have been one of those instances where the bell, the, the bell home is here, and, like, this group went to church over here, and the bells went over here. They happened to, these people happened to be at the bell. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it sure. just happened to be, like, an instance of you go to church A, and I go to church B, we happen to be at the same house. This spirit starts spouting stuff. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's a sermon from church. And you're like, holy shit, that's the sermon from church. Did no. these happen at the same time? Like, were they... Because... Were they hearing Were they hearing different sermons at the same time? Or was it two separate instances? It was, it was like, she said one sermon, and then she went right into the next one. Okay, so it was two separate sermons. Yeah. Now, what about the concept of, 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 of a deep family mental illness? It was other family. It was it was people that were not related to them. Andrew Jackson, Thene Thorne, so, Dr. Mize. Like, there were so many people that were not related. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to devil's no, advocate I, like, as much yeah. as I can. No, it like, please, pick it apart. So if, if, if I stumble upon a family... All of which, or, or 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 suffer from a mental mental ailment. Okay, and I am in the 1800s, where I I don't believe that bacteria exists. That it's God's will that some person recovers from surgery and that right. doesn't. And, and, and right, okay. And I stumble upon that's this family today. that's that's talking to themselves and and, and drinking piss and 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 you know beating the shit out of each <gasps> other. Did you know that your pee is not sterile? I'm so sorry. But it, it cures um, um, it's about jellyfish things. Yeah, there you go. No, okay. I'm, uh, I'm so sorry, Jonathan. It's such a random rabbit trail. People like, well, he said drinking piss. Like, because people say you can drink your pee, it's sterile. It's not sterile. It's I not just sterile, no. It's bacteria. It's not sterile. Excuse well, me. It's, it's <coughs> but, sterile from your bladder. So, but my point is this, right? If, if I were a, a, I don't want to use the word naive because I just didn't know any better. One of the That's things naive, that is, that is fascinating. Is is that our children today will know more about um, physics, space than Isaac Newton ever did? Yeah, how crazy is that? It's and, pretty nuts. Isn't that insane? Um, but that's 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 the whole reason you look at something like this and you go, okay, cool. I I'm a I'm I, again naive. They just didn't know better. That they had the knowledge of what they had. They stumbled upon a mentally ill family, you know, with nineteen kids, ten kids. Nine children. You know, <laughs> 19, Nineteen kids and counting. counting. Ah. Or or you know, schizophrenic, bipolar, manic depressive. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like hardcore mental ailments, you know, that could simulate a possession, could simulate a a, a, a very much um yeah, but we're saying here we're saying that that other people also heard these voices. Right. So it's not just at least unless I misunderstood the story, like No, the, no I don't think you did. I'm trying to I'm trying to Can they like can they pull you into their Disillusionment? There's, it's possible. 
Like, like, think about it like this. Like, <sighs> is if, this illusion the right word? Kind of, maybe. Sure. So we, as 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 a species, recognize faces, right? Yeah. So if you and I, the three of us, were to go outside and stare off into the woods, right, with no other, um, no, um, that is not the right word, Taylor. With with no other uh, uh, stimulus or, or or anything to distract us from that we would begin to see faces. Sure, like you can see a, a face in an electrical outlet. Like you right. can see it in all right. kinds of That's places. That's how we respond. We're genetically yeah. designed that Delusion. way to look for, you know, <laughs> that, that those features, right? <laughs> to, that, would, that would lead us to believe it's a face. Right. Yeah. So what if there are other genetic traits that like if I walk into a house, like, dude, you gotta be careful of the voices. The but do you, you think about? like Andrew Jackson and his whole goddamn I didn't vote army? for him. I did. He ain't my president. Well, he was going to make America great again. Uh, no, but I, I mean, like... Do you think, like, his whole fucking group could be brought into that? Like, I feel like that's that's a tall order. Well, uh, you can also, like, again, and what I, I really, like, I'm, I'll plug the podcast here, is Bedtime Stories, and, and they have a they have a lot Bedtime of... Bedtime Stories, would you like to sponsor us? I think they need sponsoring. I don't know, I'm just kidding. Uh. You guys make good shit. Keep going. Um, But they, they had a... Uh, it's something I never thought about, but it's like, you know, when soldiers come back from war, oh, yeah. they have a lot of stories. And it's, I don't want to say that they're not true. I don't know that. But PTSD can lead to a lot of those things. And when you're over there and you're in this shit and you're constantly at a state of like level 10 alertness, level 10 adrenaline, level 10 completely maxed out emotions, you know, chant, there are there is the potential there to see that. And so you're talking about a group of soldiers coming back from the Battle of New Orleans or on their way to the Battle of New Orleans or around there coming in the war, you know, who are maybe deprived on food. Maybe if over over overly tired, um, Lord knows how long they've marched. The potential of disease and ailment and things like that, you know, are then exposed to a mentally ill situation or a, a mental illness situation, you know, without the justification of actually knowing what's going on. Compiled with the things that they've experienced, is it possible that they that they may have been like steered a specific way to think a different way? Just to clarify, two of the three of us have a mental illness, so it's not like we're just, we're not, time out? I have to pee. Oh, go pee. <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, for, for, for me, though, like, I grew up in it. Yeah. Like, my, my dad, my dad very much suffers from, from mental illness, um, and it's something I'm very familiar with. Um, it's something I'm, I'm very familiar with. Yeah. And, and I've spoken a, a lot about in detail, where I think one of the, the, the grave misunderstandings it's about mental ailments is is we often think of the patient and as we should but we don't think of the people around the patient who's affected yes yeah i Um, get that and this is just a person who's been there that's all i'm saying so like a friend of mine um she's diagnosed with bipolar disorder and one of the um you mentioned bipolar one of the symptoms signs or whatever of bipolar disorder if they are under extreme duress, is they can hallucinate. Um, but I have, like, I don't know. I've never been pulled into it. I, I've lived it. Like yeah. I, 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 quite frankly, like, have, have lived through those moments. And yeah. I vividly remember, um, you know, like, I, 
this is hard for me to talk about, but you like I, I, I vivid. I mean, I, I, I remember being in my family room, having him pace around the room. Yeah. There's somebody in the drive, somebody in the driveway, and I would like yank open the blinds, and there's nobody there, and then shut the blinds, yeah. and like I, you know, like, and it's just these. They become these stories. They become enticing, and like you're at, at a certain point, like you're looking for these things. So I'm not saying that per se that this is what happened in the case of the Bell Witch, but I think these are scenarios you know, like that might need to be considered only if only to be objective. Right. You know, not to discredit or disprove. Did you wash your hands, Jared? Yes. Did you flush the toilet? Yes. Did you wipe the um, toilet? No. So again, like I don't want to take Jared, away from any of this, but I, I think like, you know, to be objective looking at it, like maybe there is potential there. The part that does, I think for me, rule out my own argument is in the sense that you have so many eyewitness cases where it's at a certain point you're like is, is everybody just falling for this yeah you know what i mean is, is everybody i mean you you know you have well that's what i'm saying like at some point somebody's got to be like no stop you know drinking the mercury laced spray them with a spray bottle like it's yeah, vacuum like stop <laughs> like you got black mold like you know it, at some point somebody has to come in and and peel away the wallpaper and be like that's black mold you know, at some point, somebody has to come in and be like, "This paint has mer- has lead in right. it." Right. You know, so I mean, but and, and even like even to debunk my own theory, it's like you have you would have to have had eleven family members, all with the same mental ailment. Yeah. On top of a very susceptible and not, I don't want to use the word gullible, but like people coming in and out of this residence at all times on top of a whole platoon of soldiers coming in. So, I mean, it, there's just so many moving pieces here. Like it, it's a very intriguing story. It's very spooky. Jared, do you have thoughts? Is it the lead paint? <laughs> no, I mean, um, I don't know. Like, I'm because <laughs> you're the, you're, you're the the well. I don't want to say you're the most skeptical, but you're the no, I, I view you as the most skeptical. I'm fine with that. Um, like, like so. I for the internal, like the family stories. Like, there is a possibility that the the stories got repeated so often that they got self-embellished and became true to the family. Like, so like half of the, half of the, for lack of better terms, research could be attributed to like, I'll, I'll what rehearse for lack of a better terms research. Well, it's not like what, what are you, how dare you? insult? <laughs> no, I'm okay. The so, uh, hours uh, of research. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I can't I don't know where I'm I don't know where I was going. You said um, the, the Well, I, I what about I think I think your train of thought is is you no. you speak it so much it becomes your truth. Yeah, so like there are times where um hey, my memory's not great, but like there'll be times that I plan on having a discussion with someone and run through in my run through it so many times in my head that I think I've already had that conversation. Like I've, I've pictured every possible way I can think that conversation will go. 
So in my head, I've already had it. And then I forget to actually have the conversation. Like this morning when you were going to supposed to tell me that Alicia was going to the grocery store? No, I thought we, that was all. I thought that happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I didn't like I didn't rehearse it. It <laughs> just I thought that that was a part of the conversation. But I mean, it could be. Um, let's say you needed to talk to your boss about asking for a raise yeah. right and like you could run through your that would be a bad example because you would know you didn't get a raise but like uh maybe it's talking to um you know confronting a friend about you know something they said to you right and maybe you run it through your head of like well if i say it this way maybe they'll react this way and if i say it this way maybe they would react this way and you go through like 12 different ways in your head and then you forget to actually have the conversation with your friend because you thought like you've already thought through all those possibilities and then you think you've already done it and then you I never guess, actually do. I guess that's like the instance of, you know, Thinny Thorne, <clears throat> you know, completely into, well, I guess if she's a family friend, but like, I don't know, I guess I go back to the, the fucking strangers, you know, Andrew Jackson coming through and this right. guy is like, I'm well, a, I'm a witch killer. And he gets, beat so the fuck. my theory only solves the, the family problem or the yeah. family situation. The, or like the other the ones shakers that were chased off the property. Right. Um, what if it's. No. I was going to say, what if, like, the well had something in it? Like, the well water or something it's like possible. that? It's possible. But then I was thinking, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it, well, isn't there a town that um, everybody spontaneously started, like, laughing for, like, weeks on end? Is that is that news? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's this town that literally there, there was, like, like there was a, a few weeks to a few months where, like, the town just couldn't stop laughing. And they they literally still we still don't know what happened. Uh, um, what? I'm I'm ninety percent sure it's, it was it's somewhere in like the north. Is this recent? Or, uh, I like more recent than your the the bell story. Well, we'll we're, that we'll Google that for the next episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll Google the that. laughing city. The laughing I'm, I'm pretty city. sure. Yeah, like, uh, I, I'm hoping I'm not misremembering. A, that would be a good book title, the laughing city. I mean, there there's so many. But like there 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 are. All right, so it doesn't um, it doesn't quite go to this level, but like church summer camps, right? Like there are situations that you can put people in that, whether intentional or not, I'll say it that way, uh, can put them in a mental state to perceive things a certain way. And I, I agree, you know, but I, I think the, and, the, the issue isn't necessarily like the method it's the volume you know what i mean but if there was something about that location so so let's say it's uh in some weird uh conglomeration of like you know magnetic uh magnetic poles and a methane leak uh, and whatever else highlight like, skinwalker ranch would be a good oh, one for you yes, yes, like that yes. shit's insane that shit's terrifying but it's like you know there there's a possibility that like all the, the quote-unquote stars aligned and it was it, people were extremely open to hallucinations or whatever else like i mean i'm or but you the know, same hallucination why not what if okay so what if the first couple were all internal in the family word spread and people self-hallucinated yeah. like i mean it all of that could have happened well i mean he makes a valid point so i, I think well, about I mean, it it was famous so think about it like this right so um you're your jim bob you're you know coming off a tour a tour of duty Hey man, where are we staying at tonight? Oh, we're staying at that uh, the Bell Witch place. Right. And he's like the what? 
He's like the Bell Witch Place. Yeah, so you tell all these crazy and, stories, and then you, you tell these stories. Now, the, the the caveat here is this: you may be a completely logical person for eighteen, twelve, or whatever, right? In the sense that you know, <laughs> there's no nothing like this can happen to us. But and, what was that a way that people thought back then? You, I you don't know. What? I don't <laughs> like, know. I went to. Do y'all know what the Winchester Mansion is? It's the one Dean and Sam. The yes. the one with all the doors that the lead nowhere. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I oh, yeah, yeah. went okay. to that house. Okay, I, I bet that was awesome. Uh, it was like it was one of those like bucket list fucking. I told Will I was like, I don't care what we do while in California, we're going to the Winchester Mystery House. But like while I was there, I was like, I'm gonna see a ghost. I'm gonna fucking see something. And like. Every room we went in, I was like, you fucking ghost, ghost, where you at, ghost? Like, we went in the root cellar. We paid extra to go in the root cellar, everything. And, like, no matter how much I tried, I didn't see a ghost. And I wanted a refund because I didn't see a ghost. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pull but, a Karen. But, like, you know, it's one of those where, like, I really hyped myself up. And I really wanted to well, see a ghost. Think about it like this. So, like, but, but I didn't. You hyping yourself up um, in, you know, the 2000s. And not knowing any, but I, I mean, well, it's not even entertainment though. Like we, we, th- it's, we think about the world around us differently than they did. So think about it like this, right? And this, I deal with this like on a consistent basis, like fraud. I deal with fraud a lot. I deal with like scams a lot. And it's been the industry that I work in. And like one of the things is, is if I were to call your phone and go, Hey Taylor, your uh, your social security number's been compromised. Can you give me your social security number? Cool, thank you for that. Now, just to make sure your your banking account information. No. Making sure. Oh, but uh, that happens all the time. But it but it does is what I'm saying. Okay, and like, yeah, but okay. but because our our age group is so used to the yeah. thought process that goes, well, this motherfucker is trying to get me. Yeah. Right. But the older generation. The, the older generation yeah. is very much like, oh shit, and so here's all of my information. Here's all of my money. The other day, we 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 had someone lose thirty two thirty two thousand dollars because that is a lot of thousand dollars because they literally were like, "Oh, I will help you here." Mm. Uh, they, they didn't they didn't lose. They gave it up. They gave but, it up. I'm yeah. sorry. They gave it up. <laughs> and when when but but the the thing is is like you're not we're not talking hundreds of generations. We're talking twenty decades, thirty decades, forty decades of difference. Yeah. In the sense that our generation knows that if the call comes in like that, that is bullshit. Their generation, not so much. Right. So we go back to 300 we go years. Back 300 years ago, and it's like. It's a very much different scenario. That's why I, I've always had this, like, not, not like fantasy, but like, I wonder if, like, if I could go back, would I be able to, like, rule? You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just be like, oh, look at this magic watch here, light bulb. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, whatever. But, like,. I mean, that's gen- generally, genuinely like how shit was, you know, like you know, snake oil and all that I th- stuff. Oh, God, yeah. I think that one definitely needs to be a podcast episode, <laughs> snake oil. I think. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I think we've pretty much proven that ghosts exist, and this is true, right? Thanks. Okay. I mean, um, the point is we we currently have no way of proving they don't exist right you can't prove a negative exactly yeah, like so Whoa, oh man there's a good quote it's uh oh so my water bottle it's like if you remove all of the impossible 
or all of the possible and only the impossible remain and that is your answer oh my god what is the quote where's your water bottle it's it's somewhere (laughs) (laughs) not here I don't know. Jared and I both have our water bottles handy because we are <laughs> hydrated bitches. Uh, I am well hydrated. Once you eliminate the impossible, whatever remains, no matter how improbable, must be the truth. Isn't yeah, it sounds about right. razor also? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Occam's razor simplified because I'm going to misquote it so somebody don't yell at me, but please comment below. Uh, Don't forget to click the button, <laughs> subscribe to the notifications. Occam's Razor is essentially like the the, oh, the easiest and it, most. It's not the easiest. It's the one that uh, the one that requires the fewest assumptions is most likely the truth. Thereabouts. Basically. The- okay, Occam's Razor in a nutshell. Occam's Razor states that one should not increase beyond reason the number of entities required to explain anything. All things must be equal. All things being equal, the simplest solution is often the best one. So yeah, the, uh, the simplest solution is often the best one. So the simplest solution is it's a fucking ghost. I, I, I But I, I just, I truly believe in situations Science. like this. Use your other, microphone. Situations like this and, and other in- instances, it's like we just don't know enough to make a definitive decision. And I think that's where ghosts come in and I think that's where like the paranormal theories come in and that's well, where the mental like, illness come theories come in and it's just we just we're 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 I am half drunk until everybody you know sitting around the table like until everybody has speaking of spirits until everybody has a paranormal instance or whatever you know because it's like it's really easy to be like well I had this paranormal experience and somebody else be like okay but you know, like if everybody had one, then we would prove it. I, but I yeah. until you know, it's 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 a game of numbers, I guess. I vividly, vividly remember my experiences, and 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 to this day, I still try and justify them logically and like or scientifically. And it's like I don't have a way to to scientifically go back in time and and like take take gastro pressures of of the air in the in that room or. Was I eating paint chips? I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh I don't fucking I, know. But like, I I remember this happening to me. We had um, back in the previous house that I lived in, and I think I touched on this briefly in the first episode of the podcast. But we had um, it was my great aunt and uncle's house, my great aunt Dixie, um, and at one point my husband and I had a friend staying with us, um, and both. Drew and my husband heard their names whispered to them. I never heard it, but, like, both of them heard their names being whispered. And um, I know I talked about this on the first episode, but, like, there was one instance where my cat fucking saw something. Like, at no point will you be able to convince me that my cat did not see something. Um, Like... Well, so, like, and that that brings me back to my whole point about, um, about ghosts and energy, and it's, like, we a lot of people don't think about it this way but like human eyes see a very small spectrum of um radio frequencies like that i mean that's that's what we're that's what we're seeing is just a spectrum of radiation so like uh x-rays we can't see we have to use another mechanism to then see those but that stuff exists right and like if our eyes were tuned differently we could see what we you know what we kind of make an x-ray see right 
and that the same with um, ultraviolet and like all the way up through um, what we use for FM radio or you know uh, broadcasting wireless internet like all of that is a part of the same can, yeah. well it's all part of the same spectrum so like you just need something to tune into that so like what who's to say that um, cats don't have some way I mean, I mean biologically we haven't figured out what part of the the animal would know that but who's to say they don't have some way of tuning into some type of frequency whether they see it or if they sense it it's like lasers there's a a brilliant well sorry i was just like i was picturing the the, like cat like chasing a laser around i was thinking about um i was watching the big bang theory and because that's where you should get all of your scientific that's where you should get all of your scientific information but they were like never seen an episode they were about. I know, man. We're 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 late recording here. They're um, but they were like going through this like laser maze or whatever, and they like sprayed something on it to make the light like to for the light to reflect off of. So sure. like some sort of like smoke or something for yep. the light to reflect off of. So then that made the lasers visible. So it's right. just, it's so it may not be the right concept, but it's like the laser existed right. before they sh- they shot they sprayed something for the light to reflect off sure. of. So it's the same kind of concept where it's like it exists, we just can't see it with our naked eye without making a modification. One of the things that is truly beautiful and, and, and frightening is is how much we are learning and how much we don't know about the human oh, mind. Yeah. Um, there's a brilliant documentary done on Nova and I think it's the human brain is is the term for it. I'll I'll give it to you guys you can put it in the show notes or something or click the scrub scrub um <laughs> click the scrub scrub I don't know. Yeah, click, but click essentially the scrub, like one of the things that we've discovered recently is that is you ever have the thing where it's like you'll walk by something a million times and never know it's there right? i have adhd so that is my life <laughs> you know what i mean you ever had that happen <laughs> the concept Taylor's you assholes, every day. Every day. The concept is this is that our actual when we walk into a room, our eyes look for highlights, like pinpoints. Beep, 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 beep. Right? Quick, quick little things. And yep. our brain fills in the gap around what it thinks should be there. Right. Right. And so technically speaking, what we're actively seeing may not really be there in that moment, aside from what our eyes pinpoint and map out sure it's not until we fully pan the room that we put everything together and construct that actual visual puzzle piece per Mm -hmm. se that's how you can walk by like a a, a man on the side of the road asking for change and you never notice him there because he's just auto populated into the area until you really look and see that they're there it's how you can walk into the refrigerator a million times looking for like a condiment and it you know you never see it until you physically look and stare directly at it and know that it's actually there so in situations like with that with that thought process in mind i mean it's quite possible you know that things like this can happen you know the brain is a powerful thing don't forget to click the subscribe (laughs) (laughs) all right so it's late we're yawning and i think leia's ready for bed so um, Leia's ready to lay it down. Lay it down. I'm ready to lay it down. So, um, as always, thank you guys for listening. If there's anything you want us to cover, do email us at if it's twisted podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on the twatters 
at If It's Twisted. Um, you can like us on Facebook, smash that like button, ring that bell. We don't have a YouTube channel, so that doesn't force matter. choke the subscribe. Force choke, <laughs> force choke me, Daddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, and as always, stay weird, y'all. Bitches. Bitches. That was a how it stacks callback. I like it. I like it.